Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The King and you on today just want to say it's an exciting moment to be in the studio to just, just, and let everybody know about the things God is doing and about the king in you and, and what God wants to do, not only just through um, the people in the world, but just through in men in general. I believe a lot of times um, um, men are misunderstood or, or, or we have certain challenges that that seem to keep us hindered. And, and the king in you is our very first book we're airing, and, and, and we want to actually just just take an approach as to how God would teach us and, 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 and through biblical teaching on bringing out the king in every man. Because I believe, and in, in the Bible teaches us, that in every man that there is a king, but sometimes through life ups and downs, life toils, life challenges, and, 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 and our life experiences, we find ourselves not living up to our fullest potential and not living up to the call God has called us to. And to, to, tonight, today, we want to look at how do men go from stuck, stagnant, and struggling to being the father the king, the man of God, and everything God has called us to be as men. Again, my name is Steve Johnson. I am the host for The King in You. Um, if you want to call into the station, give us a call at 818-691-7406. Again, 818 and we're going to be dealing with the issues that plague men and why aren't we living out to our fullest potential? Why aren't we being all that God has called us to be? So go call, call your, your husband, your boyfriend, um, somebody you may be shacking up with. It does not matter. If he's a man, if he is a man, having to tune in to the radio show, having to tune in and just listen and see what thus says the Lord. Let's just see what we as men, what God is telling us in this day, in this hour, in this time, how can we go from being that little boy in that man's body to being the king that's within us? So, again, the number to call us at the station is 818-691-7406. That's 818-691. Six nine one seven four zero six. I'm gonna open us up in a word of prayer, and 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 we're gonna we're gonna go forward from there. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you again for life, health, strength. We thank you for just the opportunity, Lord God, to be able to share what thus says God. But Father, even more, we thank you, God, for the sacrifice of your Son Jesus Christ, making a way that the day we decide to come out of our stuff, our mess, our transgressions, God, 
that you made a way for us to escape, oh, God. So, God, we say thank you tonight. We say thank you for the callers. We say thank you for the men, God, that lives are going to be changed. And through their lives being changed, homes are going to be changed. Families are going to be changed. And neighborhoods are going to be changed. Communities will be changed. And cities will be changed. And states will be changed based upon one man listening to the call and the clarity, God, that you're going to give us for tonight. So, God, we have so much to be grateful for, so much to be thankful for. And, God, we truly, we truly, truly honor what you've done through your son, Jesus Christ. And it's in Jesus Christ's matchless and powerful name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Again, God bless everyone. Again, my name is Steve Johnson. I will be your host on this afternoon. Um, the King and You is our very first broadcast. And we definitely want to um, just welcome everyone who will be willing to call in, welcome everyone who may need prayer, just, just whatever the need may be, that we are here for you. And, again, the number to call us is 818-691-7406. Now, um, one of the things we really wanted to, to discuss and, and really look into is today we have a lot of men that 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 are not actually walking in their calling. Why so many men find themselves stuck, stagnant, and struggling? Why so many men find themselves not walking out, living up to God's potential? We have a lot of abuse in the home on today. We have a lot of men spend more time watching football games, watching baseball games, and watching everything else besides being the, 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 the man, the king God is calling to be over his family. We have so many men now, they're caught up in the cause, they're caught up in the other women, they're caught up in everything else but what the will of God will be for their lives. Why is that? Why do we find a society where divorce is on the rise and where divorce is the norm? Why do we find that here at such a time as this? Why do we find so many single-parent homes? Is it that the men just not getting it? What is it that is calling men to walk away, to give up, and everything seems hopeless? What is it? And, I, and I'm a firm believer because, because I'm a man myself, and in my younger years, I made a plethora of different mistakes. And all of us, I'm sure, have made some type of mistakes in our lives that, that either we didn't know any better or either we just didn't care or, or there was enough that we weren't conscious enough to really know the wrong in what we were doing. But tonight, we as men, as men, have to stand up and become the priest of our household, become the father for our children and become the provider for our families. Tonight, we want to talk to the king in you. Brothers, there's a king inside of you, and God didn't call us to sell drugs. God didn't call us to hang on street corners. God didn't call us to live a life recklessly and be malicious 
in our relationship. God did not call us to that lifestyle. Now, what has happened is that 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 because we don't know who we are, ah, uh, that that that's a vital important thing. We don't know who we are. So whatever the world tells us, that's what we're going to believe. Whatever you tag me to be, that's what I become. Whatever you say I am, I'll walk into that. Or you're going to be just like your daddy, just like your cousin, just like your uncle. And we find ourselves being everything that someone has called us to be. But tonight, the Bible says, there's a king in you. Tonight, the Bible says there's a high priest in you. Tonight, the word says there's a father in you. Tonight, the word says there's integrity in you. Tonight, the word says you are a royal priesthood. Tonight, the word says that you are a king in the eyes of God. So we really, really we want to tap into that tonight. We really want to tap into that tonight. How do we men go from we have trust issues? And I can testify at one point in my life, I had some trust issues. Didn't know how to get from A to B because I'm, 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 I got the trust issues. And I know tonight you may have some. And sometimes we feel our, our trust issues are justified based upon our past and previous experiences. And it's hard to learn how to trust someone again because of some of our own insecurities. Hello, I'm talking to somebody out there. Some of our own insecurities, we place that on somebody else. And, some, and, 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 and legitimately, out of some past relationships, we have been hurt. And we end up hurting someone else. If what am I saying that hurt people hurt people? And I tell everyone now, any brother that's listening, man of God, I'm speaking it into your life now, that, hey, listen, if you're just getting out of a relationship, give yourself a year. Give yourself a year to heal. Be restored. Be refocused, reconditioned, renewed. And then find out what God is saying for you. Find out what God is telling you about you, because we've been called to be the priest over the house, and that don't mean we go around trying to dictate, run, and control the house. That's not what God is saying. Even when the Bible teaches about the man is the head of the household, if you look at that word more carefully, more intensely, that the word head is a Greek word, which translates back into first, not dominant, not controlling, not too better. If you don't, I'm a, none of that. What head means is first, meaning I'm the man. I'm the first to wash the dishes. I'll be the first to apologize. I'll be the first one to show you how it's done. I'll be the first one to get a job. I'll be the first one to lay it all in line. I'll be the first one to sacrifice everything. Man is the example. Jesus is the very example of what? A man should be. Matter of fact, Jesus is the very example in what a woman looks for a man to be. We must follow God. But what if we don't know anything about God? How 
how do we find our solace in our lives? How do we go on? How do we go forward? How do we move on? How, people of God? What do we do, brothers? How do we go forward? And I'm a firm believer. Listen, I was I, 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 for a long time, I didn't know God. I was with woman after woman after woman, thinking I was okay, thinking I was fine, drinking Hennessy, doing everything I was big and bad enough to do, thinking I'm cute, I'm God gives to women, but I really wasn't a man. I wasn't a man. Because you can, you can be a player or because you think you're debonair or suave or you got swagger, you got a nice car, you dress nice, you talk nice, you got money. That don't make you a man. The Bible says a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things in which he possesses. So that lends an ear to that everything that I own that's tangible, that I can touch, that I can see, that I can drive, that I can wear, hello, that don't make me nothing. That don't make me be a man. How big my house is don't make me be a man. If I wear polo every day, don't make me be a man. If I got five girlfriends and 15 wives, that don't make me be a man. What makes us become a man? What makes us walk in that, that, that arena, what makes us uh, allow us to be that or uh, become that is through God, brothers. It's through God. Ask yourself tonight, men, can you afford to live Five more years. And let, let's be real. Listen, we're going to keep it 100, 1,000. I want to let me amp it up a little bit. <laughs> let's keep it 1,000. Forget 100. Let everybody else say that. We get it. Let's go. Let's go on and push the envelope. Let's keep it 1,000 tonight. Because I don't know about you. The life I was living, I looked like I was happy. I act like I was happy. But at the, at the end of the day, when everybody's gone, the Hennessy don't go off, <laughs> okay, and you got six, seven hundred short, <laughs> and, 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 and you got to deal with the man in the mirror. You done cheated on somebody, you go home early Saturday morning, coming in the house, thinking like it's all good, and you know it ain't all good, because sex ain't going to keep her. I'm going to say that again. Sex won't keep her. I don't care how good you think you are. It ain't going to keep her, brothers. How do we transcend from where we at? Tonight, we're going to keep it 1,000, like I said. Ask yourself. Just just be real. Let's do a a self-audit on ourselves. Pull all that stuff out. <laughs> Pull that stuff out from last year, last month, last week, last night for some of y'all. Pull that stuff out. Look at your track record now. 
Because, see, when you, get, when you get audit and you own a business, they're looking at all your transactions, everything you done done. Now, look at everything you done done for the last five years. Can you afford to live five more years like you just lived the last five? Can you? Let's add up all the hurt relationships. How do we go from having the body of a man, the body of a man, but the mind of a boy? The attitude of a teenager. And the conversation, <laughs> like we're a CEO. All mixed up. All those combinations, all mixed up. The truth of the matter is, brothers, most of us have not been fathered. Most of us have not been told or talked to or mentored or loved. A lot of us, brothers, grew up without a hug from mama affirmation from our father or from our daddy. Most of us seeing our fathers or our dad live a reckless lifestyle, and some of us didn't even know it. And we seen mom go to work day in and day out. So mom really couldn't give us that hug. So we grew up with an attachment disorder, meaning we become self-sustaining, self-promoting. In other words, we become very selfish. And then we, 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 we get in relationship with this brokenness. We get, brothers, we get involved in relationship with that brokenness. And guess what? We end up hurting somebody else. We end up ruining families, ruining kids. And not that you meant to do it maliciously, but all we can do is what we know. And then... The woman is with you, she 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 looked like she got a man, but she found out she got a boy. That's never been father. Tonight we want to end that. Uh, 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 let's let, let's deal with it and become better. Because I believe if 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 your ears are hearing the words, God has a plan for your life. That 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 you made a. a, a an array, a, a, a plethora, a whole bunch of mistakes. But, but, but you're tired on the inside. And we want to deal with the king in you. We, we can't be productive men if we don't know who we are. Because we're trying to do and be what everybody else thinks and feel we should be. And I believe tonight, it's only one way man can be set free. <laughs> it's only one way. It ain't 12 steps. It ain't through um, uh, calling 1-800-SACA-HOTLINE. It's only through Jesus Christ can man be saved. Well, saved from what? Listen, I don't know about you, but I can tell you about me. I was in a world... <laughs> If God hadn't snatched me out, you would not hear my voice tonight. I was living a reckless lifestyle. Didn't know it. 
are kind of thought it, but it ain't too bad. That was my thought. That was my thought. That was my thought, people of people of God, brothers. That was my thought. But tonight, we want to really tap into and give us a call tonight. Again, this 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 is the <laughs> this is the very first show, and 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 I and I just hope that 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 those of you that are listening, that there there be an impartation that will begin to change your life and just make you think and just make you think. I think we got a call on the air. Hello, call you on the air. Hello. Hello, call you on the air. Okay, we we we. I, I seem to can't hear the caller at at this particular time, but um, again tonight we want to really tackle and get into what thus says the Lord, what God is saying to us as men. But give us a call, and um, we're we gonna we're gonna figure this thing out. Give us a call eight one eight six nine one seven four zero six again. Eight one eight six nine one seven four zero six. My name is Steve Johnson, and we just want to deal with the issue that plague men, and and how we can go from ordinary to extraordinary brothers in the things of God. And as as I was alluding to say um, just before the caller, that um, I believe that um, it's gonna take men being saved through Jesus Christ to even begin to tap into who God has called them to be. It's it's, going to really take men being delivered and saved by God, by Jesus himself, accepting him, and and then we we can find out how to go forward as to what God has called us to do. What has God called us to do? But see, you, you can't take an assignment and you don't know who you are. You don't know your position. That's just like sending a guy, getting a guy a, 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 a football uniform and telling him to run on the field and go out there and play. And he ain't got no position. Come on. Now, now that's what we, what, that's what happened. Hear this. Thank you, God. Hear this. We've been given the suit, a, a, a uniform called man. <laughs> We've been given a uniform called man. Now, in this uniform, with this uniform come two positions, king and father. We don't know how to play these positions because we don't know nothing about them. Oh, come on. Somebody need to get this. We've been given a uniform. And that uniform got got two, two, two positions in it, man and father, father and king. So really, three roles we got to play. And we've been sent out in the field with this life, 
sit out in the field to play in a position we have no clue, have no direction, and have no guidance. And we're making a mess of it because we, have, we, we just don't know. Tonight we want to know, how can we come out of this brokenness? How can we come out of this hurt? How can we come out of this pain? Men, how? How can we? How can we be delivered? How can listen? If you, listen, look at me at a time. You have tried to come out of that relationship because you know it wasn't right. Look at me at a time. You maybe you don't stop. You, you tried to stop drinking. Or look at me at a time. You have tried to stop smoking. Or look at me at a time. You have tried to stop cussing. I look at many times you have tried to stop lying, stop fornicating, stop committing adultery. Look at many times you done tried to come out and you couldn't do it. Or how many times you come out, you do all right for a month or two or 90 days, and as soon as you see TJ, BJ, or DJ, he said, man, I got you. <laughs> we don't heard that before, man, I got you. And you first say, man, brother, I ain't trying, I'm trying to do the right thing. Yes, we all trying to do the right thing. But there's something in you that still succumb to, man, I got you. Really, what he's saying, listen, I don't care what you're trying to do. I'm working for somebody, and we're going to take you right back where you came from. And that's the work of the enemy, people. Brothers, we can't do it ourselves. And what I'm trying to get you to the point, or get you to understand, brother, that you can't come out by yourself. You can't. You cannot come out by yourself. We need some help. I couldn't come out by myself. I could not come out by myself. But because of God, his grace, his mercy, the Lord brought me out. And and, in God bringing me out, I learned how to become a father. I got daughters that I'm very proud of. But, brothers, I was just like many of you. I thought I had all the answers. <laughs> I'm Mr. Man. I, I, it's all under control. I got it on lock. I'm good. But really, I wasn't. Really, I wasn't. Tonight, I know you ain't good. You know you ain't good. Now, meaning, when I say good, meaning everything ain't all right with you right now. You made, you made some mistakes in your life, and, and you don't feel good about it. You want it to promote, you want change, but really just don't know how to get it, don't know how to go about doing it. How can we be a mentor and we don't know how to, how to walk it out right? How can we be a mentor and we ain't, we ain't sure about which way we're headed? How can we be entrepreneurs and, and leading and running business and we really don't, we're not sure? Give me a call tonight at 818-691-7406. There are some things I know men that we deal with that we have to we, we we just have to deal with it. We have to deal with it. And once we deal with it, then we just go on. Once we deal with it and get past the hurt, get past the pain, 
get past the problems, then we need to go we can go ahead and walk into our destiny. Walk into what God has called us to be. Well, how do we do that? The first thing, the first thing, the first question I want to pose, I want to pose to the listening audience and those of you may be falling by internet. Do men need to be saved? And then what is that? What does that mean tonight? What does that mean to you tonight? Saved from what? Saved to do what? Do men need to be saved? Can a man be productive without salvation? But what do we call productive? Because there's plenty of men with money, plenty of CEOs, plenty of movie stars, football players, basketball, but are they productive for God's kingdom? Not saying if you've got money, you can't do nothing for God, but what I am saying you can have all the money in the world. All the money in the world. About what profit a man to have all the riches in the world and forfeit his soul. What gain is it? I'm the richest man on earth, but I'm going to hell. I got all the stocks on earth, but I don't forfeit my soul for the riches of this world. You do the math on that one. <laughs> Because, listen, listen, the Bible says it's appointed, it's appointed to men once to die. After death, then judgment. You're only going to die one time. And whenever you die, your flesh will go back to the ground, to the earth, but your soul will live somewhere forever. Your soul will live somewhere forever. Tonight, men, I pose one question. Do men, can, can, can we afford to live five more years just like the last five years that we've lived in our lives? Another question, do men need salvation? Another question, how do we come out of this mess? How how we come out? And then I made a statement that we are going to try over and over and over again. As men, we have tried it, and we find ourselves falling short. And the Bible tells you, all have fallen short and come short. Come, come, all have fallen, fallen short and come short of the glory of God. But after I realize that I can't do it, then what? Okay, we can't do it. Give me a call, brother. 818-691-7406. We can't do it. Well, how 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 can we? We were born, the Bible says, born in the sin. Born in the sin and shaping in iniquity. Salvation. What is it? What is it for? Look at the relationships that we done had in time past. And and, and just, 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 just within this first hour, I really want to just dig into the stuff that we done got so engrossed in and so buried by in life. Men, we didn't know how 
to keep up with our credit. We didn't know the importance of credit. We didn't know the importance of balancing a checkbook. Some of us, a lot of us, one or two of us, you know your status better than me. We walk around with money clips, a rubber band. Y'all know about the rubber band, the rubber band, man. Y'all know about the rubber band. Then you know what I'm talking about. That's, 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 that was a way of life. A wallet, ID, who keeps that? Hello? <laughs> and in another part of the country, that's normal. <laughs> listen, as men, certain things you just, listen, if your daddy didn't know, and if you didn't have a, your, your daddy, daddy didn't teach him, or men, some of us had some awesome, awesome, awesome mothers. Meaning, even though the father wasn't there, she, she, listen, she still held it down to the point she's going to give you exactly what you need. Some of us didn't have mothers to, to, to really look out like that. And all I'm saying is, whatever state you find yourself in today, it's some stuff we didn't know. Because a lot of times, we become, men, we become the product of our environment. Whatever we were exposed to, raised up around, and, and the mentality of the people that were responsible for us, that's kind of how we came up. If you came up in a reckless household, more than likely, status say you're going to be reckless, too. You come around Auntie Neil, I'm going to just say Auntie Neil, ironically, if, if, if you come up around them, guess what? And they, all they do is cussing, fussing, you know, <laughs> Want to call the police? Guess what? That's the mindset that you have. How do we come out of that hurt and pain? You come out of a relationship with a woman, you want to fight, scratch? Listen, man, we—it's a lot been—it's <laughs> a lot been thrown on us. A lot we've been thrown into, and a lot we walk right into it, eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. Get that. But tonight, we want to take all our hurt, all our pain, all our lies, all our hidden sin, all our hidden relationships, all our fake applications, all our stuff that we know deep in the crevices of our heart, it ain't right. All we want tonight is, I want, God, I want to be better tomorrow. I want to make better decisions, God. I want to be a better man. I want to treat people better. I want to love better. I want to give better. I want to help folks better. I want to talk to people better. I just want to be better, God. I want to be a better man, a better father, a better king, a better person, a better mentor, a better business owner. God, I just want to be better tonight. If that's your story, if that's your truth, Tonight, brothers, let's confront the enemy on his own territory. No longer you gonna hold me hostage to this imposter that's an imposter on my life, most of my life. That made me miss my daughters grow up. That made me miss my sons grow up. Made me miss my mother anniversary. Made me miss my wife's birthday. The devil is alive. Tonight we're coming out. Tonight we declare we are men. Tonight we declare we are kings. In God's eyesight, no longer will we be 
be held down like a little boy. No longer will we be beat down on you telling me what I am not when God said something totally different. Tonight, we want the king in us to stand up. Tonight, no more excuses. No more pity parties. The Bible says, come unto me, all ye who are heavily laden and heavily burdened, and learn of me. That means God got to teach us something, brother, and take up my yoke, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God is calling us to a whole nother realm in living in him, God, brother. Listen. Come unto me is what he's saying. In other words, it's a clarion call. No matter where you at, no matter who you are, no matter how long you've been there, no matter what you were doing while you was there, he said, come unto me if you're heavily laden. Meaning if you got some stuff dumped on you, you're tired of going through, you're tired of being beat down, you're tired of failing, you're tired of falling short. You want to just do better as a man. I know the pain. Lift in the pain, lied in the pain, drunk in the pain, rolled in the pain, on chrome. And I'm saying that to say I'm parable. I'm speaking in, in, in some parables here. And I'm saying that to say, listen, while I'm in pain, still riding around on 22, 24s, nice car, nice clothes, money in the pocket, thinking I'm nice. Really, I was on my way to hell. It couldn't help nobody. And it looked like I'm helping everybody. On my way to hell, call myself man. Call myself, I'm the man. Really? Who told you that one? And everybody else around you helped you believe your own lie. Oh, man, listen, listen. Men, men, listen, brother. Listen, brother. Listen. I know there's a place that 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 we have to wear the shell that we got it all together. We have to have on this 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 facade like we've achieved and we've arrived. And so what we do, we hide behind the cars. We hide behind the name brand code. We hide behind the job. We hide behind the degree. We hide behind the nice haircut. We hide behind the gold chain. We hide behind everything else that keeps us from being seen, that we're scared, that we're afraid, that we're hurt, we're broken. We ain't father. We don't know. We don't know how to get there. And so we find ourselves living this lie, living this lie. Tonight, if you're tired of that, Tonight, if you have enough, is enough. Tonight, you want to come out. You know you need to come out. Your daughters need you to come out. Your sons need you to come out. Your wife needs you to come out. Your cousin needs you to come out. Your nephew looks up to you, needs you to come out. God said, come unto me. How do we get there? How do we get there? How do we get there? How? How do we get there? How do you talk to God? How do you get caught to understand? 
What do I say to this God that's so big and I'm so small and I'm so little? How can I talk to this God? How would he hear me out of all the stuff I've done, out of all the mistakes I've made? Remember, the Bible says, come unto me. Come unto me. Stop going on the people. Stop going on the people, places, and things. God said, come unto me. Those that are heavily laden, I know you're heavy. And you know what? That drink of Hennessy, it ain't going to fix it. It'll numb it for a few hours. And when it starts to wear out, it's like the problem of God twice as heavy. Twice as heavy. We need salvation. Salvation goes into deliverance. The word salvation is actually a Greek word. And brother, I'm not, I don't want to talk church. I want to talk relationship. See, what has happened is we, we've been in improper, incorrect relationships, and they've failed, and we blame them, and we walk around with brokenness, that we don't know how to fix. The worst thing, listen, the worst thing in the world for a man, <laughs> if you don't know how to fix something, listen, listen, I, 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 put it this way, when, even if you're this woman, y'all driving, your wife, whoever you with, when a man driving, if you don't know, <laughs> you don't know the direction, the woman will be telling him the direction, he still, <laughs> and it's funny to me because I've been there, done that, he's still going to try to figure out how to go this certain route even though she's sitting right there telling us, she's telling us, listen, you got to go down to the left, blah, blah, blah. But, man, listen, some of our man's nature, I got it. I'm going to figure it out. Listen, some break around the house, a man don't really know how to do it. <laughs> listen, before you listen to any words, that's what you got to say. If, if I got to read the owner's manual, call Home Depot, listen, call uh, um, um, Day, somebody, Clark, I don't know, so anybody, how I fix this, <laughs> and I'm saying that to say, and I'm saying that, and I say that part comically, but this is a very, it's, it's a serious matter, there's a serious tone to it here, I'm meaning that, that it frustrates us as men that some of our children we haven't spoken to in years, and we'll not pick up the phone and say, I'm sorry. Listen, it hurts us as men that the broken relationship, the first year was okay and, you know, well, I'll fix it. And then the third year, I'll, I'll fix it. It's six years and it ain't fixed. And the truth of the matter is we don't know how to fix it. We don't know how to pick up the phone and call because there's no humility because we're supposed to be the man. We got on this uniform. We've been thrown into this game, and we don't want to to pay these positions, so we just really running. And we keep bumping our head and stuffing our toe and skinning our knee and falling off the bicycle. So we've been given this uniform, say, put on this uniform, go out there and run, get a touchdown, and we don't know how to play the position of the man. We will not to play the position of the father. We will not to play the position of the king. We are here in this thing called life. And we shipwrecked and we broken with it. So Jesus said, come unto me. 
all year heavily laden. And so what we do at the end of our days, some of us, and I don't know just if it's you, you know that's you, that some of us, we go, we try and have a drink to take the edge off, but the drink can't take the edge off. Because the edge that you're trying to take off is on the inside. Hello? What you're trying to fix is on the inside. It's an inside job. And 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 so to kind of drown our failures somewhat, we try and you know throw throw the tequila or the or the Hennessy. We gonna throw we gonna try and drink that drown that drown the truth, but really it ain't. They make it just wash right on up to the surface, actually. So tonight, the answer and how do we go from brokenness to the king in you? How how do that king in you come out? How do that king in you be heard? How do that king in you find his way? How? How we how we get there? Salvation. Salvation again, I was saying it was a Greek word. Salvation means to be rescued. Delivered, savage. That's that's what we need. Somebody needs to save us from our stuff. Save us from ourselves. Somebody. Who's that somebody? Our risen king, our risen savior. He died so you and I, that we get tired of sitting in that club, that strip club, that bar, when we get tired of sitting outside the weed man house, <laughs> hello, when we get tired of smoking the blunts, listening to that Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, whoever, whatever, when, we, when, you, when you get tired, Jesus says, I'm going to deliver you out of that. I'm going to bring you out because, see, you can't bring yourself out. You know, we're talking about being broken, something is broken, man can't fix it. He'll do everything else. Oh, somebody can tell him. <laughs> Runs right down the street, right around the corner, two blocks to the left, about three miles. Oh, really? Now, you done went all the way around Earth, burnt up a half a second of gas, and it was right around there, but you, just, you, you, you can listen because you, you the man. You know. You got it. You you fixing it. You, I'm the man. I can't let you know. I don't know. So, so I show, I, I'm not going to tell you I don't know how to be a father. I don't know how to be a man. I don't know how to be a king. I don't know how to treat a woman. I don't know how to talk to a woman. I don't know. I can't tell you I don't know because I don't know. So I'm going to keep acting like I know, making a man, because I can't tell you I don't know because I'm, I'm a man. So the devil keeps telling you in your head that you're the man and you're supposed to know and you don't know. So now you you stuck. And you you stagnant and, 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 and you're struggling with it. Broken. So somebody gotta save you from you. It reminded me of the French stones. How how Fred always Zeus always seemed to find Fred some kind of way. See, we have that little Zeus too, but you can't see him. It's called that other voice. And and that's what we gotta get away from. See, like every time Fred Flintstone come up to get ready to, to do the right thing, this come gonna be with Fred. Just it just it just it just blows my mind how how Fred get ready to do something and Zeus shows up on his shoulder. Hello, dum dum, you've done it again. 
and Fred actually listen at him. And listen, we're some of us like Fred Flintstone. Come on now. I'm talking to somebody. You know, you know it's true that, that we sit and and we 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 kind of know the right thing to do, but heck on this heck on Zeus. His real name is the devil. His real name Lucifer. Old folks call him Slewfoot. He sits right there and tells us all the wrong stuff to do. All the wrong stuff to do. Tonight, I know you want to come out of where you've been, brothers. I know this. I know this. Tonight you can. The only way out is that we have to be rescued. We can't save ourselves. We we got to throw our hands up and just say, "Look, I can't. I, we can't save ourselves. We can't do it. We can't bring ourselves out." On your best day, the Bible says that our righteousness is like filthy rags unto God. Meaning, on our best day, walking on our best day, still ain't good enough. Meaning. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. What is sin? Sin is all unrighteousness against God. And that's where we kind of get stuck in this role of being a man, and we don't really know how to be a man, and yet we don't want to go to the man who created us. How can you know how to use all your tools if you ain't got the owner's manual? Uh, you have nothing to read, a manuscript, how uh, the, how, how, to, how to get the most, listen, I, I'll equate it to this, how to get the most out of your car. Most of you that have a car, there's the owner's manual on the inside. Matter of fact, it's just like putting together a flash, a flash screen, keep you trying to hang it on the wall. Hello? <laughs> you know, if you want, you want to hang it, the flash screen on the wall, the owner's manual, the, how to read it, how to do it. A lot of us, a lot of us just, listen, I got to do this. Then I'm going to bolt some screws and put them in the wall. Now you need to make sure you hook, you actually hooking it on some studs. Then you need to make sure you got the proper equipment. Like bolt, bolt A looks just like bolt B. But it's something different about them two bolts. I'm saying that to say this. God created us. The oldest manual is the Bible. In order to get the most and be proficient in your life, in your walk, in your manhood, it's by reading what God has already shared and what God has already spoken about who? You. See, people can't tell you who you are. They're trying to find who you are. And what happens is if you don't know who you are, what they say will get in your head. Oh, you're going to be just like your daddy, just like your, just like cousin them, just like your uncle, or you'll be just like so-and-so. You're going to end up dead. You're going to end up doing nothing. You're going to end up in jail. You're going to end up, you're going to end up, you're going to end up, and guess what? We end up being just what they said. Because guess what? While we were drinking the Hennessy, while we were smoking the weed, while we were hanging out, you're going to be just like, it, be, it, it got in our mind, it got in our heart. So we find ourselves living in a broken life with a broken mindset, with a broken conversation. Hello? And we can't find out how to transcend from being stuck stagnant and struggling to being productive and not just ordinary but being extraordinary men and we find ourselves 
stuck in that position. How do we come out? How do we get, how do we break free? It's through salvation. Well, I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in the church. If you don't, you're done. You're done. <laughs> and, and, and not even being cute with that, with that, you're done already. If you don't believe in Jesus, then he came because God sent him. But if you do believe, then salvation is offered to bring you out. Salvation is to deliver you from you. Salvation, again, I would say it's a, it's, 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 it's a Greek word which goes into soteria. Soteria means to be rescued, savage, saved, delivered from perilous times of trouble. That's what got that. Listen, we have to be saved from our stuff, from the way we think, from the way we act. Look how many heated arguments you know been in in the last 15 days. Look how many times you almost came to blows in the last 15 days. Something wrong with that picture. That anger, you can't just get rid of that. Now, they got programs to help you manage it, but see, that ain't really dealing with it because that sits there. But to be delivered from that, to be savage from that, rescued from that, because the anger can't just sit in you because you can manage being angry. Oh, count to 10. And that may work for you. I ain't saying no, don't stop the process if that's working for you. Ultimately, ultimately, you need to be snatched, saved, delivered from that spirit of anger. It only comes through salvation. It only comes through salvation. I want us to really, really look at where we are tonight. Really focus on where we are tonight. Give me a call tonight, 818-691-7406. 818-691-7406. My name is Steve Johnson. We're live in the studio. And we're dealing with how can we go from being where we are as, as a man, being stuck, being stagnant, and struggling, to becoming the king that God has called us to be. And I'm a firm believer, I'm a firm believer that there is a God. I'm a firm believer that he had a son. I'm a firm believer that his son died for my stuff, your stuff, our stuff, our sins, our bad decisions, our bad relationships. God, his son Jesus, came and died, bled, and rose, hung on the cross, and rose on the third day for you and I. For you and I. That's, that's the gospel right there. If you believe. If you don't, the Bible says no man can come to God except he believes he is God. Tonight, give us a call, 818-691-7406.
We're gonna get ready. Get get get. get if you have a um, pencil, pen and paper, a journal, note, we're gonna we're gonna kind of walk through some things here now. Um, when it deals with salvation, I believe the only way man can come out is through salvation. It's no other way. It's no other way a man can come out of the stuff that he's in other than through Jesus Christ. There's no other way. There's no other name that man can be saved. Now, now we have to believe that, meaning you don't have to, but what I am saying, if you do believe that, that's your saving grace. Some of you may not believe it, but at the end of the day, it's about Jesus Christ dying for your sin. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, people of God. Give me a call on tonight, 818-691-7406. I'm your host, Steve Johnson. Our first show is Aaron tonight, The King in You. I'm simply excited. I'm simply just in love that 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 God would allow and God has given the opportunity to just be able to just share with men. And, and, and again, grab yourself a journal or a piece of paper. We're going to walk through through some scriptures. We're going to walk through the process of salvation. We're going to walk through on what God is calling us to, what God has called us to do. And how do we get there? Yeah, we made some mistakes. We confess that. We made, we've been in bad relationships at some time, and me, you may be in a bad relationship now. We confess that. But but you may be saying, Brother Steve, Brother, how 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 I come out of where I'm at? How can I be a better man? How can I make better decisions? How can I be a better father? How can I be a better influence on the people that surrounded with me, that surrounded me? How can I be better? It's only one way to begin to walk on the right track. Sometimes we just got to get refocused, redirected, reconnected, restored, and revitalized to do what God has called us to do. Well, how do we do that? First, we got to admit God, we're stuck. We can't come out. We're stuck. We, we, we don't know how to go forward from where we're at. God, we're stuck. How do we do it? How do we do it, Lord? How can I do it? Well, the only way out is through Jesus Christ. There's no other way. There's no other way. So in that, God, I need you tonight. So grab a a a a, a journal, pen, paper, and um, we're gonna walk through this 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 process dealing with salvation. We're gonna walk right through the process dealing with salvation. And and if you want prayer tonight, brothers, if you just wanna call in and have a comment you wanna share. Um, again, the phone lines are open. <clears throat> they are open. Give us a call at 818-691-7406. Um, this is our first show live with the King and you, and, 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 and we, we welcome your call. We welcome your comment. And just let us know um, if you want prayer. Um, definitely contact us here at 818-691-7406. Again, that's 818 we just going with the king in you and how God can make the difference. And we want to be better because we believe that our life has purpose. 
and God has a plan. And we want to make the Lord our priority. <clears throat> we definitely want to make God our priority. Salvation, as I was saying, we can we begin to um, take a few notes here. Salvation is a Greek word, which means soteria. And to study of that salvation, that's what it's going to take for men to come out. We need to be saved from the stuff that we're in. We need to be saved from the stuff that we're in. How do we do that? One thing I want you to just, just jot down real quick, if you will. Make a, make just make a note. How wrong relationships has affected your relationship with God? Think about the relationship you're in right now, brothers. How has it enhanced or hindered your relationship with God? If it's hindered your relationship with God, there's an adjustment that has to be made. If it enhanced it and brought you to another place, and there's a, there's another place you, you you know you need to really need to be in God, begin to line that relationship up with the Word of God. Because in order to be all that God has called us to be, in order to be that King that God sees in you. We have to line ourselves up properly with God. Well, what are you saying? Well, let's look at Scripture. Let's look at Scripture here. Let's go to, I want to say, um, let's go to uh, Isaiah 59, verse 2. Now, we're dealing with salvation. Why does salvation come? Go with me, go with me if you will, Isaiah 59 and 2. Um, we're going to tie this in real quick. Salvation, Greek word, soteria, S-O-T-E-R-I-A, soteria. And the study of that word would be soteriology. Anytime you see ology, with a word, it's the study of that word. So let's just break it down like this. The study of salvation. We're going to look at why men need what? Salvation. Men are just saying, oh, you need to be saved, and that's it. No, we, 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 we listen. I know men, we, break it down to me. Let me see it. Let me be able to touch it, make it tangible, make it, make it so I can understand it. And, and I don't have no problem with it. Me and we, we, we like structure. We like order. So so as, as God was, was sharing with me how to share what I'm sharing with you in, in this piece here, we need salvation. Remember, the first hour, we kind of dealt with all the mess, the stuff, the things that some got us jacked up. And remember, we still got this uniform, and we've been thrown in this game, and we, we don't know how to play these positions. Hello? Man, I'm talking to somebody that that you know. Listen, you've been gated. You somebody gave you a uniform. They go out there and run like a man. Go out there and talk like a father. Go out there and act like a king. And you're like, huh? What? Okay, we want to deal with that what tonight. So, so salvation is is getting rescued, delivered, savage, and set free. Only through Jesus Christ. Why? 
Because through, through one man sin into the world and, and, and messed up everybody. So only through one man can sin be forgiven. Or can, uh, uh, through one man only can sin be rectified, made in right standing with God. Not the sin itself, but the sinner. Not sin itself, but the sinner. Only one thing can wash away your sin. None but the blood. Ah, none but the blood. Let me, let me, let me, let, let, let's get into the salvation here. I think I asked you to turn to Isaiah 59, verse 2. But I want to deal with three tenses. And three tenses meaning salvation, the word salvation itself always has three tenses to it. Why? Because it speaks to the past, it speaks to the present, and it speaks to the future. So, salvation comes for sin. It comes to deal with sin. Salvation comes to remove, remove sin, remove you from sin, save you from sin, save you from sinning. Salvation comes, I hear this, remember we said earlier, to deliver you, to rescue, to savage you from where you at. Where you at? Stop. Where you at? Stagnant. Where you at? Struggling. Why? Because you stuck. Why? Because you struggling. Why? Because you stagnant. Why? Because you were born in the sin. Hello? And Satan in iniquity. Why? Because Adam what? Sin. How did he sin? Against God, when? In the garden, in Genesis. Why? Why? He didn't obey. Why? This is where we're at tonight. Why are we still in the situation where we're at, unhappy, Miserable, depressed, alcoholic, verbal abuser, broken. Why are we still there? Tonight we want to come out. Tonight we want to be set free. Only thing can get you there, the vehicle for that is salvation. It's salvation. Salvation, the three tenths that comes with it, is the past events, present events, and future hope. Now, salvation comes for, because we got a penalty of sin on us, the power of sin that's against us, and the presence of sin that's forever around us. Isaiah 59, verse 2. Isaiah 59, in verse 2, and as I turn there with you, Isaiah 59, verse 2, it speaks to how we as people have to really depend on God. How can we depend on God? Through his son, Jesus Christ. We have to develop a relationship and, I, again, the question I posed, I asked um, at one point, was the relationship you're in now, how do it affect your relationship with God? How do it? 
and only you know that. I don't have the answer to that. But I asked you, did it enhance it? Or did it hinder your relationship with God? Isaiah 59, verse 2. It will read as follows. I hope somebody is, is, is getting something out of tonight. Uh, it just, it's really it's truly a blessing to be able to share what what that says the Lord and how God can help bring us out of anything that we're in. Isaiah 59 and 2. It says, but your iniquities, remember I said it back in the beginning, we were born in the sin, shaping the iniquities. Iniquities is hidden sin. Iniquities is hidden sin. So it says, but your iniquities have separated you from God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear, for your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity, your lips have spoken lies, your tongue has murdered, muttered perversity. Think about all that stuff. This is the stuff that separates us from God. Let's back it up. Your tongue has more perversity, meaning spirit of perversion. Perversity, meaning spirit of, of perversion. What is that? Men sleeping with little girls, little boys, molestation. Men sleeping with men, spirit of perversion. You don't have no parameters or guidelines. Brother, these are the things that hinder us from being a king in God. Now, hold that thought on salvation. We're coming back to that. What I'm, what I, what I'm showing you now here is the, the presence of sin that's in our lives that keeps us from God, that keeps us stuck, that keeps us stagnant, that keeps us struggling. Because of this, the Bible saying it, I ain't saying it, it separates us from God. So now we're alienated from God based upon our behavior. The guy on the block didn't do it. Your cousin didn't do it. We're separated now from God based upon our behavior. Hold that, hold that. That's the presence of sin. Now, let's go to um, Romans chapter 6, verse 14. Now, that's the presence of sin, Isaiah 592. And he'll be giving you a little bit more. Matter of fact, matter of fact, let, let's, go to, let's go to 1 Timothy. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 20. Let, let, I, let, I, I like to have two scriptures. And meaning, hermeneutically, I want to tie in what, what, what the message is saying. That it ain't just Isaiah saying in the Old Testament. But my boy Timothy, if you don't mind me saying it like that, but Timothy comes along and said also, First Timothy chapter chapter five verse verse twenty. Amen. The word is good, is right, and is tight. So so God is gonna do what you allow him to do with your heart. The day the Bible says the word of God says, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Um um, so just saying this and, and, and paraphrasing like this, sometimes we, we get mad all about the wrong thing, but there's certain things you ought to just get glad about. 
and not no Knicks basketball game, not if, if the Heat is playing. Now, I ain't knocking the, ba- I ain't knocking the basketball game. Thank God for LeBron James and whoever else you might be rooting for. But what I am saying, don't knock my man Jesus. Don't knock the word. Don't knock Paul, Timothy, John, David. I mean, shit them on too, because guess what? Had they not wrote this, had they not been about this, had they not been focused on this, man, you won't be able to get this today, how we getting it like it's coming. Amen? So we can thank God for the words on today. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 20. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 20. It says, it says, those who are sinning rebuke in the presence of all that the rest also may fear. I charge you, but before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels, that you have said these things without prejudice, doing nothing with partiality, meaning having favor and having clicks. You know, sometimes like in the church, I'm not, I don't know which church, maybe your church or some other church you know about, they got clicks. The only way you sit on a certain row, you got to be in the click. The word is saying without any partiality, we ain't playing. It's no big eyes and little use in God. Either you with him or you against him. Come on. You have on an I, I Love Jesus t-shirt, that don't mean you right. Your company can be big as quarters. That don't mean you right. So what I'm saying, brother, we want to walk as kings and walking as a king, meaning I'm going to walk in integrity. I'm going to walk in character. I'm going to walk in dignity. I'm going to walk in honorism. I'm going to walk right. I'm going to walk with truth. Bottom line, as a king, I ain't going to be with my woman looking at another woman. That ain't integrity. I ain't going to be texting another woman while I'm with a woman. That ain't integrity. Anybody can do that. Everybody already doing it. What about you, man of God? In order to be a king, you set a standard. You set a tone. You set a pace that we ain't playing. Man, we ain't playing father. We ain't playing husband. We ain't playing king. Either you're going to walk it for real or don't walk it at all. Anyway, anyway, I get excited, brother, about this thing called truth. Because back in the days, you know, it used to be cool that you got two, three women. What, they're, they're not, but when you have a change of heart, why well, it's cool that you don't play with somebody's emotions, somebody's daughter, somebody's auntie, somebody's mama? Why is that cool? That ain't cool. That's jacked up. Jacked up meaning absolutely not good. <laughs> But but what I am saying, brothers, is is that when we, when you know better, God help us to do better. Just when you know better. If I know if I go around that curb in an SUV doing about sixty, it's gonna flip over. Guess what? We ain't finna go around that curb at sixty miles an hour. Cause why? I don't want it to flip over. Why? Not because I care so much about the vehicle, but I don't want to get hurt. Think about it the same way. If you don't want that woman cheating on you, don't cheat on her. If you don't want that woman disrespecting you, don't disrespect her. You want that woman to operate with integrity, you operate with integrity. You want that woman to follow you, act like you know where you're going. And then, listen, follow somebody who knows where they're going. Oh, Jesus, Hello? 
First Timothy. It's speaking to him that 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 he said, I charge you without partiality. Without prejudice, doing nothing with partiality. So now we got two scriptures. First Timothy, first Timothy five verse twenty speaks about sin. Speaks about sin. And 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 Isaiah fifty nine verse two that is attributed to the presence of sin, the separation from God. So now we know our, the stuff we be doing separate us. We see again in First Timothy, Paul was writing his letter to Timothy. Timothy was a young preacher, and you know he was young and thought he was sort of a little timid. He was a little afraid. Even you know if you read the scripture, he told Timothy to drink a little wine to help settle your stomach. He said, go have a shot of tequila and chill, bro. He said, go drink a little wine to settle your stomach. So we don't want to take scripture out of continuity of scripture out of context. We want to be right. I ain't trying to find a way to sin. We ain't trying to find a way to do wrong. We ain't trying to find a way to beat scripture. Because really, you can't beat scripture. Because if you try to get around scripture, what you end up doing is beating yourself out of eternity in a heavenly dwelling. So we want to be right. We want to be right. We want to be right. We don't want to live a lie no more. No, it ain't no Santa Claus. You know that. It ain't no Easter Bunny. You know that. Hello? What is Cupid? That's dealing with Greek God. But I'm saying, I'm saying all that to say, brothers, we were raised up on a whole bunch of lies. Even a tooth fairy. Oh, that's good for the little kids. Know what you're actually doing. You're imparting a spirit of lying and deception. And so when he get old enough to lie and deceive, oh, you shouldn't do that. But that you don't feel and steal that in him since he was young. If we believe life and death is in the power of the tongue, words have power, which they do, which they do. Now we not that not that dealing with the presence of sin. Let's let's look at the power that sin has. Let's look at the power that sin has. We'll go to. Romans chapter 6, 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 people of God, just going to walk right through it and um, and um, see what thus says the Lord through the word, Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 6. I tell you, God is good. God is a gracious God. Romans chapter 6, verse 14. Romans chapter 6, verse 14. And 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 we are there. Romans chapter 6, verse 14. It reads as follows, that, 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 For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. What then shall we say? What then shall we sin because we're not under the law but under grace? Certainly not. Certainly not. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one slave whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death, whether of sin, whether of sin leading to death. I'm gonna say that one more time. Whether of sin leading to death, meaning who are you slave to? Hello. Whoever you slave to, if it's sin, you mean everything you do is dead. You got a relationship like it's going to work out all right? 
but you don't even have nothing to do with God. You in the strip club with this, you in the strip club with this, you in the strip club with this relationship. Look like we're gonna work out all right. All that stuff leading up to death. Why you got your wife at the house and your little baby girl waiting you to come home and you say you working late, but you work late, you had to strip. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to somebody. You understand what I'm saying? All this stuff leads to death. Death what? You don't literally physically die right then, like dead. But the death is talking about death as a king, death as a father, death as a man. You just disappoint your daughter. You disappoint your family. You disappoint your wife. Everything you do is dying because it is sin. Unproductive. Unproductive. But tonight, tonight, we coming out of this. We coming out. We refuse to stay bound. Refuse to stay down. Refuse to stay stuck. Stagnant and struggling. Absolutely refuse to. Now, that's the power of sin. Now, let's look at, um, matter of fact, we can stay right where we at, Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Amen. We ain't got to go nowhere. Now, verse 23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Ask yourself. Ask yourself. Do you need salvation? Do you need it? We look at salvation come forth to rescue us from what? The things we read, salvation comes to bring you out of Romans chapter 6, verse 23. That's the penalty of sin. Salvation comes to bring you out of the power of sin. Romans chapter 6, verse 14. Salvation comes to bring you out of the presence of sin. Isaiah 59, verse 2. 1 Timothy Chapter 5, verse 20. Do you need salvation? Because see, salvation comes for those things, to bring you out of those things. The penalty, the penalty of sin, the power of sin, and the presence of sin. Well, the tenses I was speaking of earlier when I kind of opened it up, there are three tenses that goes with this salvation. Three. The past, the present, and the future. The past, the present, and the future. Your past stuff, the stuff you're doing right now, and the stuff you should be doing in the future. Brothers, I, I I I can't speak for nobody else, but I can speak for myself. I wasn't raised up in no church and no Bible and no Jesus. I lived a life that I was comfortable with, or so I thought, for many years. Mother was a workaholic. Father was an alcoholic. And, and, and I kind of just raised myself in a sense. But I'm saying that to say this. 
done a lot of things in my life, been a lot of places, made tons of money, seen a lot of people. My life was unfulfilled. Had children out of wedlock, didn't know any better. That's not an excuse, that's just the truth. Didn't really know how to be a father because I was a father. You used to think being a man means you, you run the street, make babies, spend money, buy a few pamphlets here and there. Didn't know nothing about fathering my child, my children, being there, her first bicycle ride, first day of kindergarten, daddy-daughter dance. Those are powerful moments in a child's life, man. Those are powerful moments in a child's life, brothers. I didn't know how to be that father. I, 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 I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought I was okay. I thought I was all right. I ain't know nothing about being a king. I'm a player. I didn't know, though. I, I didn't know. I didn't know nothing about being a man. I'm a hustler. I didn't know. It was. It wasn't until. Hear what I'm saying here. Hear what I'm saying. It wasn't until I met this man named Jesus. No, I. I wasn't in no church. I didn't have no shirt or tie. None. None of that. Remember, I, I'm hustling. I'm. I'm moving. I'm getting it in. Y'all understand what I mean when I say getting it in. I'm doing my thing. So I think I'm okay. So I think I walked around with a nine millimeter. Kept that. Kept that. Hear what I say. That was God. That was the judge. That was the Bible for me. My nine millimeter. Period. And if it couldn't get it done, it just can't be done. But I lived that painful, depressing, downtrodden life for years on my way to hell. Come on, I'm a man. I remember one night, I'm going to get too emotional here, but this, I remember one night back in my hometown, me and a about ten, about ten of us, a few guys, mostly females, drinking, talking, just doing what we do. I remember one night, it's a true story. I heard a voice say, "You ain't no man, huh?" I think I'm just real high. <laughs> it's just some bad. This is a bad deal. You know, I run upstairs and listen, I run upstairs, wash my face. I heard that same voice. I don't know nothing about no Jesus. I don't know nothing about no God. I ain't read no Bible. I, I just hear some talking to me and I don't understand it. I left and drove so I couldn't drive no more. I couldn't drive no more. I can tell you how I end up. I end up at the end of this road I was on. I end up with my two daughters, homeless, in Atlanta, sleeping on the floor, 
and I looked at my children. I had lost everything I had. But my pride would let me go back and say nothing. Because I knew everybody. <laughs> everybody. But I had so much pride, you ain't going to know I'm hurt. Listen, I don't know what I got to do, but my pride ain't going to let me let you know nothing. I was on that floor, and I said, God, if you will, if you will, make me the man you want me to be. I never knew I was repenting because I don't, I don't know scripture. I don't know word. I don't know this stuff. All I know, I was hurt. All I know, I was tired. All I know, I want to change. All I know, I wanted to do better. All I know, I wasn't really happy. I was tired of fun, tired of lying, tired of living, tired of breathing. I just want something different in my life. I didn't know how to get it. Everybody around me, they, could, they didn't know how to get it. They were there. They thought I had the answer. Everybody came to me. I'm the one hanging out. I'm the one with the money. I'm the one partying. I'm the one with the cars. I'm the one with the clothes. I'm the one sitting all the way But I'm the one tore up. And I cried out to this God. And I asked him, God, if you're real, make me into the man you want me to be. And I never turn from the gospel. And when I said that prayer, brothers, there was a peace that engulfed, that gripped me, that I never felt in my entire life. From that moment, hear this, from that moment, I knew. No, I didn't have to read no book, no Bible. I didn't have to hear no preacher. I knew within my heart that there was a God. Oh, man, listen, listen, I knew, I knew he was real. Listen, from that moment, I began to read because I wanted to know. I wanted to know. And tonight, all I'm saying to you is that, listen, God real. Where you at right now, he can bring you. It don't matter where you at. He can bring you out. You just got to want to come out because God is real. The realest thing i ever known in my life. And from that day to this one, I ain't stopped searching for that God. I ain't stop calling upon that God. I ain't stop looking to that God. I ain't stop loving that God. And for the rest of my life, I know I owe God. He taught me how to be a man. He taught me how to be a father. He taught me how to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know this stuff. He sat me around folks, doctors, lawyers. And I raised two of my daughters by the grace of God. And one today is in college. One, the second one on her way to college with a 4.0 grade average. We didn't know what a 4.0 was. <laughs> but that's how God do. And my daughter's in college, got a scholarship. Scholarship in college right now. Me, my daughter. And she called me daddy. Because I was there. And I'm saying that to say this, brother, we can't fix it. We can't bring ourselves out. We can't be a king on our own. The best in us can be revealed on our own. We need something greater than us, bigger than us, better than us, righteous than us, because we can't do it. And every time we try, we mess it up. 
We messed it up. I got T-shirts that mess it up. <laughs> I got five of them. Mess it up. Copy must have messed it up. But after I got on the side with Jesus, hey, you know what? Call me Mr. I owe God. Call me Mr. I owe God because I owe God everything. Oh God my life. Oh God worship. Oh God praise. Oh God obedience. Oh God everything. Because he done something for me that nobody else could have done. Nobody else would have done. He gave up his son so I could come out. Would you give up yours? Hear that? Hear this? That's how good he is. God gave his son so you, me, us, we can come out of this this broken place that there's no victory there. There's no consolation. There's no peace. There's no solace in that place where we're at. Thank you, God. There's nothing there. Let's move on a little further. Um, You can give us a call tonight. And 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 you may just want prayer. Uh, you may just 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 want to share something that's in your heart. Give us a call eight one eight six nine one seven four zero six. My name is Steve. I'm the host tonight for the King and You. And I just just really this is our first show, brothers. Just just want to be able to reach to a, a, a an audience of men. That that you're tired. I I I know what tired looks like. That you're struggling. I know what struggling looks like. Stagnant. I know what stagnant looks like. Just to let you know, men, that listen, you ain't the only one going through. You ain't the only one bit where you at. There's somebody else going through the same thing. Uh, uh, somebody else who has not been through the same thing. And we we all just want to come together, come together and say, hey, we can admit. They, we fell short. We messed it up. We we fell down. And now we come together and we're feeding off each other's strength, each, each other's positivity, and we want to come out together as, 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 as brothers, as men, as kings, as fathers, and saying today we're making a declaration. Today we're making a statement. Today we're making a stand. Today we refuse to be beat down, held down, and held back any longer. Why? Because there's a king in us, and God trying to bring him out. God is trying to bring him out in this 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 walk in this world that we live in. Now, past events. Let's go. Let us go to Romans eight, and then just kind of bring you up to speed. Those of you that's been keeping up and that that you kind of writing in your journal, we're dealing with the salvation and and the three tenses. T N T-N-D-S, tenses, the three tenses that goes with salvation. And I named them the past events, the present, the present things that are going on, and future hope. Those are the three tenses that goes with salvation. Now, how, how did that look? Let's look at the past events. And, um, again, I hope somebody's being blessed with just sharing. Um, uh, when I say we don't talk me and the Holy Spirit, I know it may sound like somebody's in the studio with me, <laughs> but I just, it just, you know, I know the Holy Spirit here with me. With me, I'm good. <laughs> amen, amen. But uh, in Romans, Romans chapter, Romans chapter eight, Romans chapter eight, we want to deal with the past events. I want to show you the three things and how salvation comes. It comes to deal with your past stuff. Thank you. It comes. It comes to deal with your past events. It comes to deal with your present events. 
and it comes to deal with your future hope. Salvation, salvation is just a beautiful thing. It just, listen, meaning when God saved you, he saved you from a lot of stuff. He saved you for a reason, and he saved you to put you going somewhere or to place you going somewhere. Isn't that beautiful? That, that, that not only is he going to bring you out of that bondage, after he brings you out, he has a plan for your life. Let's turn to Romans chapter 8, verse 24. Chapter 8, verse 24. Okay, it reads as follows. Romans chapter 8, verse 24. Romans chapter 8, verse 24. I'm trying to find my... uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 24. Oh, there we go. As we get older, we do need the thing they call Bibles. <laughs> Excuse me there. I thought I had them um, closer to me than that. But uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 24, it reads as follows. It says that, for we were saved in this hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Well, what is that saying? We hope for what we do not see. You, 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 you know how? I, I remember back in the days. For some of you, that I'm just I'm going old school here for a second. Back in the days, we used to say, "Lord." If you listen, we didn't even know God then. Just we just knew some older folks always talking about this Lord, this Jesus, and 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 and. So the first thing you know, you get real drunk, you don't have too much to drink. The first thing, Lord, if you let me come down, Lord, I ain't gonna never do it again. That's our hope. <laughs> Cause right now you feel like I'm finna die. I don't, listen, I don't know what's going on with all this trying to come up out of me. Feel like my my esophagus trying to come out of me, and and and, and Lord. If you let me come down right now, God, Jesus, I'd never do it again. Some of us, I've been there. You ain't got to say amen. But listen, that's that hope that 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 I'm going to be rescued. But let's go a little bit further. You know how, how um, um, let's say, where maybe in a relationship, say in your marriage, that, you know, uh, money tight and seem like everything about to go way to the left. Like, Lord, I don't know how I can't even see it. I can't even see it. All I know, what I, what I think I'm seeing, I don't like it. So there's another hope that, that I can't see it, but I got the hope that it's going to, I got the hope it's going to be okay. And then it goes on, and it says this, it says that, and I love the way this reads. It says, it says that, um, for we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? Because if you see it, you, you, ain't, you ain't got a hope. You got a hope in that because you see it. You got it. It's in your hand. It's in your life. It's in your world. But if you, 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 if you don't see it, ah, you don't see a way out. But you got hope. You're coming out. Tonight, we're talking about that hope, brother. 
that the stuff we know ain't right, and we want to make it right, but we can't see it being right yet. But all we know, you know, you lay on the bed and you can't cry in front of nobody. So that little tear roll down your eye on the bed. Everybody else sleep. You wild awoke. Because you thinking, Lord, how am I put it together? <laughs> how am how I put it together? How am I make it happen? How? And, and there's a greater fear because it ain't just you you're concerned about, but you got a whole family depending on you to have the answer. You got a whole family depending on you when they touch the light switch. The light need to come on, bruh. Hello? And then all that pressure, it's stuff at work and, and, and all this stuff you got going on. But there's a ray of hope that, man, I know I ain't living right. I know my life all jacked up. And, and, and listen, listen, you ain't even said it out your mouth. You're saying in your country. Lord, just help me. Help me, God. Like the children of Israel, Lord, just, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Help me. Just, God, help me not to go back over to her house again. And I'm taking my family through this. Lord, help me. Lord, help me be able to go to my daughter's school or my son's school tomorrow, God, and just be the father they need, God. Help me. Help me, God. Help me not go and call up Tracy and give her half my check, and I know I got to pay the mortgage. God, help me. Lord, help me. That's that hope, brother. That's that hope. That's that hope. Romans chapter 8, verse 24. That's the hope. Now let's go to the future. Not the future, I'm sorry, to the present. To the present. This is all in salvation, the three tenses, the past events, things of that nature, hoping in the middle of hope that you can't see, that you, I just hope God will be coming out someday, somehow, some way. Let's go to uh, 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Second Timothy chapter two. We're gonna get ready to wrap it up in about ten more minutes. I'm gonna try to finish this. Um, Second Timothy chapter two. Second Timothy chapter two. See, can we um, and we're dealing with the presence now. Remember, three kids with salvation. I just did with dealt with the past events. <laughs> excuse me, past events in our lives. This is without the salvation, past events, meaning things like we in this situation and we hoping against hope and, you know, it just, just all we got is hope. That's all we got is hoping someday we coming out of it. And that's um, Romans chapter 8, verse 24. Now we're going to Second Timothy. Bear with me here a moment as I um, turn through my pages. And again, I just hope someone is being blessed here on the line um, as God just allow us to impart some words of wisdom and encouragement, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, you're able to come out. Um, matter of fact, what I'm going to try and do, okay, second chance, I just found it here. We're going to close out this scripture here. One more, it's a future hope, and I'll deal with that on next Tuesday. Um at the same time, 9 o'clock. So 2 Timothy 
Second Timothy, and we're dealing with the three tenses again to bring you up to speed. Um, three tenses of salvation, past events, which is Romans eight twenty four, hope against hope. Now we're dealing with the present, that that once we receive this great salvation, where we at? In other words, so in Second Timothy chapter two, verse um, twelve. Second Timothy chapter verse twelve. It says it reads as follows. Um, am I reading Second Timothy? I'm sorry, excuse me a second here. Okay. It says, if we endure, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12, if we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny. Let me let me go up a little further. Um, <clears throat> 2 Timothy chapter 2, Go to verse 11. 11, I think it brings it on out for us here. Um, this is a faithful saying. For if we die with him, come on, if we die with him, now that meaning if you, you, you die with him, meaning to, you let go being the player, let go being hopeless, let go being stagnant, let go these crazy relationships, let go some stuff that you know that has hindered you from being all that you're supposed to be in God, all that you're supposed to be in your family, all you're supposed to be as an entrepreneur, all you're supposed to be as a, as a mentor, all that you're supposed to be as a king, that you died, that all that stuff, they hindered you from doing all the things God has called you to. This is what it says. If we die with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. This is, the present state that you should be in, that you died to all that stuff, you let most, you let, the, let's say you let most of it go, and you steady letting it go. Put it, that's what I'm saying. That's what I want to say. That you ain't continue to practice to be in sin, doing the stuff you was doing. Kings, talking to the kings. That that in this, that you're steady letting some stuff go, and 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 you're enduring. And we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. Um, again, um, that is the present state that we should be in once we accept Jesus Christ. I'm going to close it out right here. And and um, we have one more I want to deal with on that salvation, which is called a future hope, which that will be the third tense. Um, so join me again next week, next Tuesday, at nine o'clock, and we're gonna finish that. That's that's that's, that's gonna be some good stuff, also. Um, but another scripture to go with the present: Second Timothy chapter two, verse twelve, uh, Revelations two and ten, um, Matthew ten twenty-two, Matthew twenty-four and thirteen. That's all dealing with the present. Again, remember the past events. Romans eight twenty four. Um, I also go back to penalty for sin. Romans six twenty three. Um, the power of sin. Romans six verse fourteen. The presence of sin. Isaiah fifty nine and two. First Timothy five and twenty. A couple of questions I asked tonight was: Do do men need salvation? Yes, we do. What is salvation? What is the purpose of salvation? So um, the whole the whole lesson tonight, where we kind of 
um, dived into the first hour we kind of dealt with all of our issues, what we're going through, what we've been through, where we at, how we come out, do we need salvation, and kind of broke it down to the fact that, listen, we need it. It ain't a question about it. We just need to come out of it. So in that, um, there's a lot that's been given on tonight, and I pray that you're um, able to let somebody listen in or go back and replay it. I, I believe it's being recorded. Again, this is the first uh, pro- program, the first first, uh, first um, um, live program of the King in You, and, and hoping that it's really done something for you. Um, in 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 your life at this moment at this time, but we're gonna deal with the future hope of the three chances of salvation come on next week, next Tuesday. But I want to say this, man. I want to say this that we cannot remember. We I told you we had this uniform, uh, this suit, and all these positions we need to be playing. And we've been thrown in this game with this uniform on called uniform called man, uniform called father, uniform called king. And we've been thrown out here in this vast world to fulfill these positions, and we don't really have a clue. That don't make you a bad person. That don't make you game over. That don't make you less than a man. It just means that we ain't informed, we ain't educated in that area about those particular things, not like we should be. And matter of fact, um, the word educate means, it's a Latin word. The word educate means to bring out, to bring out. It's already in you, king. It's already in you, father. It's already in you, man. We just we just want to bring it to the surface. And then you can be productive in this thing called life, thing called kingdom, thing called world, thing called God's world. So tonight, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we offer that. But what do you mean? It's as simple as believing, confessing, omitting, and presenting. So if you're gonna if that's what you're doing, if that's who you are, we'll say tonight that God, I'm a sinner, I sin, I'm a man, I'm a father. I wear all these different hats, God, but tonight, I believe you have a son. Your son's name was Jesus. He came down to earth, walked amongst men, died on a cross, bled, got up the third day, ascended back to heaven at the right hand of his father. God, I believe that. I'm asking you, Lord, to allow your son Jesus to come live in my life, to help me, God, to be a better man, a better father, a better husband, and a better king. And, God, I thank you for every man that has said that prayer. I thank you for every brother that has heard 
that clarion call that tonight we're making a conscious effort to bring out the king in us, the father in us, and the man that's in us. So, God, we thank you tonight for all that you're doing. We thank you for the airways, oh, God. We thank you for the Internet, for providing such vast connections throughout the world, God. We thank you for the phone lines. We we definitely lift up um, Butterfly Evolution, God, like never before, God. Continue to bless that ministry. Continue to bless the people that's at the head of that ministry, Father God. So I thank you. I honor you. I cherish you, oh, Lord, God. And, God, we ask that you put a head of protection about every man that has has had has, has, has an opportunity to hear the word and hear the teachings on tonight, God, that they're going to be the king that you call them to be. I ask you, God, to rebuke the devil off their lives, to rebuke the devil off their finances right now in the name of Jesus, God. We ask you tonight, God, we ask you tonight to do that for us, oh, Father God, and we plead the blood of Jesus over their lives. We plead the blood of Jesus over their lives, over their families, over their children, God, so they can be better men, better kings, God. Watch over them, God, like never before, God. In Jesus' name that we pray, amen. And any of you brothers, again, tonight, um, I'm going to give you my number, my, my cell number. Some of you may have not had a chance to call in. Maybe uh, I'm not sure about the phone lines, but... Uh, my cell number is 857-334-7203, 857-334-7203. There may be a brother, there may be a man that won't prayer or just, just want to have a one-on-one conversation, but that that's what we do, man. That's what we're here for. Uh, we cover a lot of material tonight. Um, um, it was a lot of stuff given out. Just hoping you were able to grab one or two things that's going to make the difference in your life, because if if we can tap into God, or even allow God to tap into us, then we'll make a world of difference around us. Again, my name is Steve Johnson. I've been your host tonight for The King in You, and I just gave out my number there. Uh, I believe there's a gentleman that needs to have a conversation, that needs somebody to listen, needs somebody to understand. Again, my number is 857-334-7203. But join us. Tell someone again about the king in you. Um, We'll be back next Tuesday, um, same time, 9 o'clock, and um, just letting the world know, hey, there's a king in you, brother. There's a king in you. So it has been a pleasure. If there's there's someone else need to call, we have a few more minutes, uh, actually. Yeah, Bob, we have a few more minutes. You want to call in? Is 818-691-7406. That's 818-691-7406. Again, this is The King and You. I'm your host, Steve Johnson, for tonight. We will be back next Tuesday. Tell somebody about The King and You and watch what God do in your life. Not just because you told them about The King and You in the, in the radio ministry, but because of your obedience to the word, and what it's doing in your life, and what it's doing in your life. That's, 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 that's the blessing, what the Word does for us in our lives. Again, there's a few minutes left that you may call in. And as we had recap earlier, um, we went from, you know, the question of do we need salvation, 
um, um, what is salvation, um, and some scriptures that went along with those, 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 um, um, the penalties of sin, the power of sin, the presence of sin, and the past and the present. And we're going to, and we're going to finish that out on next week. So, um, it's been an awesome time in the word of God. Same time. Same time next Tuesday. And we're gonna and we're gonna get deeper. We're gonna get deeper. We're gonna deal with that as I say, we're gonna deal with the future hope of of salvation. What it does for us. What do that look like? What do that mean? And um we're gonna get a little bit deeper into the uh, things that God has us to go into. So I truly, truly hope that somebody life has been changed on tonight. Somebody's life has been changed. But God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And thank you again, brothers, um, for tuning in on tonight. And and again, I just hope something was said to make a difference in your life. Because without God, brother, we can do nothing. Without God, I mean, I mean, we we can't really even stand up against this world. We living in it, but man, without God, without God in our lives, I'm talking about a prevalent force in our life, we don't have a fighting chance. So again, thank you for listening tonight. God bless you, all of you out there. God bless your families, your wives, your girlfriends, whomever you're connected to. God bless y'all. And we'll be back next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Same time. 9 o'clock. It's the king in you that God wants to come out. It's the king in you. Again, my name is Steve Johnson. I've been your host for tonight. And we look forward to seeing you on next Tuesday at 9 o'clock. Tell a friend. Tell someone. Tell someone. Like us on Facebook. There's a King in You on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Um, also, email us at King in You, K-I-N-G-E-N. Remember, K-I-N-G-E-N at gmail.com. Again, email us, King in You, K-I-N-G-E-N, gmail.com. Again, my name is Steve Johnson. You can call me on my cell. That brother, you can call me on my cell, 857-334. 7203. That's 857-334-7203. Thanks a lot. God bless you. And all is well. It's going to be all right. Look forward to seeing you guys on next Tuesday, 9 o'clock. Thanks. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. 
the professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Right.